Welcome back, everybody. It's Pat Hilton, the Acoustic Force, and today I've got Chris Lee, the QB. What's going on, my brother? What's going on? Good to be here. Dude, always good to be seen, right? Always good to be seen. So we were talking earlier. I always just dive right into it. Uh, you're someone who has done the business thing from $0 to now you're doing over $10 million a year with ClickFunnels sales with your solar company. And I mean, that's awesome. And the whole point of my show, the Successpreneur Show, is to give people a of another perspective on what it takes to really be successful because everybody started with zero followers. Everybody started with zero dollars. Uh, everybody's had their lows and highs, but a lot of times online, all we see is the success, man. And so I'm trying to kind of dig deeper because we've met before. I've seen you speak. You're phenomenal. And you've had your moments where it was all falling apart and you're winning uh, now. Yeah, you bet for sure. So, uh, you know, I, I if anybody anybody that that follows me on on social media i try to be a little more authentic than the than the typical guy right i try to be I, i'm not the guy out there posing in front of ferraris or you know the big house even though you know i have a decent house i have you know some decent vehicles or whatever but that's that's not my jam you know my jam is is more my my family and whatnot and being authentic talking about the the realities of being an entrepreneur going through difficult things but but yeah, man, uh, you know, it, it's definitely never, never uh, all, all rose, rose colored glasses in the, in the entrepreneur game. You know, I've, I've been in this game for um, as an entrepreneur, started my first business uh, back in 2008. So that was what, 12 years ago. And I uh, had my first big failure uh, shortly thereafter, a year and a half, went bankrupt, lost it all. Um, the, the gig, you know, you can, you can see more of the, the full story, uh, you know, if you follow me or, or whatnot, but, uh, but yeah, I had to, had to start from ground zero in 2011, you know, less than a thousand dollars in my bank account, learned a lot of great lessons, um, lost everything, had my vehicles repoed right out of my driveway. You know, we were at the time renting the house from my in-laws. Um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a great time for me, but, uh, um, you know, for, for me, I, I, the, the thing that I've figured out is everyone's got a different story in entrepreneurship. I, I've been interviewed a lot of successful entrepreneurs. There's no one key to success. Um, really the, the whole key is you've got to keep opening up new doors and just keep, keep going. Your pathway is going to be a little bit different. You can try to follow my pathway. You can try to launch a, you know, security company and lose all your money and, and then go and, and knock doors for the next few years until you figure out exactly what you want to do and then launch another company. Uh, you know, you can try to follow that path and chances are it won't work for you. Um, but every, everybody's got different set, uh, talents and successes. And, and I, I just found, you know, the more, more you open doors, the, you know, the more opportunity is going to be there for you. I love it. And I think that's the name of the game too, is opening doors. And we were talking about this beforehand, which is part of the reason why I started this show and which is part of the reason why I started targeting business people in general, because I knew if I wanted to be Pat and follow my calling and and live in my purpose and use my passions to impact people and all this stuff that we talk about that is extremely important in our life. We get one life. I think that I had to start changing my target, 
changing my environments, changing who I was around. And I mean, dude, no more than a year and a half ago, I was still, you know, smoking it up and drinking in the bars, singing in the bar corners to pay the bills. And it's because I had put myself in that situation for so long that it was, I was kind of almost stuck in that live gig to pay the bills uh, mentality even too. And once I said, I'm not, going to be in this environment anymore. I'm not drinking. I'm not smoking it up. I'm over uh, 530 days sober now. And, you know, I've, I've moved out of that area. I've started my own digital marketing business with all these tools and skills that I've developed over the years. And it's still, you know, tough. And as we were talking about beforehand, I've got to make sure that I surround myself with the right mentors, the right coaches, the people that know how to utilize these systems and processes that I've got to, um, you know, lean on to make my business blow up in the future. Cause like you said, I got a family and I got kids and stuff relying on me. Now this ain't Pat just hanging out by the beach with a guitar anymore. This is real life. Yep. Yep. And real life isn't always what, uh, what we hope for, you know, it's, it's what we make of it. And you know, a lot of us, we have dreams and think that they're just going to fall into place, but you know, a lot of action that, that is required to take care of it. Right. And I think that that's one thing I have been good at is, is filling up the time with as much action as possible and, and filling up the time with learning as much as possible. And like you said, opening the door is, is the key. And I think some people are, are scared to even knock on the door. We were talking about that too. So some of my strengths, people are, are so scared of, you know, putting yourself out on video and screaming this guy's name and singing about that guy and doing this show and interviewing this person and that person. It's like, listen, that's the only way to get in with anybody is you got to introduce you, introduce yourself. You got to shake hands and, and make it known and, and figure out what you need to do to be better. You were saying there, there's a guy with 16 million followers that's going to be hopping on a call with you soon here in a few hours because he needs to get mentored on how to convert better. That's right. I mean, there's, it's, it's amazing how much skill and talent is out there, but just unfulfilled skill and talent, right? You know, like, you know, some people, they don't need to make money and, and that's, and that's totally fine. Right. They just need to make enough to cover their bills and they're happy with that. As long as they're happy, chill, you know, that, that's cool. But I mean, there's so many people that are out there trying to make money. They have these great skills and, and they just don't know how to, to convert it, you know, and, and uh, you know, the, the world is full of unfulfilled potential, you know, mm. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing how much talent each one of us have a talent that's unique to the earth. Right. And like, like, I mean, you, you have a very unique talent to be able to go out and network and get in front of people or whatnot. I'm, I'm somewhat of a networker. I'm, I'm pretty good, but my, my talent is like being able to dissect businesses and freaking run through walls. Right. Like you, you give me some, you know, I, I can come up with a, an idea and I can just run through a wall with it and just make it a reality where on the other hand, like some people look at me as very brash and kind of a jerk, you know, <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm not the, I'm not the best networker because, because I'm so like tr- driven and dialed in. And, and sometimes, like I said, people go by the wayside as I'm, as I'm trying to, you know, achieve my goal. And so like it, the important thing I, I think in business is, is figuring out what is your unique talent and then hiring 
all the other unique talents to offset your unique talent. Mm. Um, just realizing like, Hey, I'm super weak in this. I got to surround myself with super strong personalities in these certain areas and, and find those, find those unique talents to, to really be successful. Yeah, man. And that's exactly what we were talking about earlier is, um, you know, when you're in where I'm at right now is, um, um, the guy who, sells i'm the guy that fulfills i'm the guy that has to do the production and make sure that all the people's channels are built what i've started to realize and we were talking about this again off the air is not everyone needs what i want to sell uh, people need what the solution is for them so that means a lot more video podcasting a lot more social media content marketing and all this stuff which is related to making music videos and song videos all the stuff that i train myself and practice doing because i knew that there was a need for this in the market that i wanted to be in it's still media it's audio it's video i love it it's i'm passionate about it um it, it fulfills me every day i get to do it i get to be with my kids and my wife um but like you said there has to be a system that is eventually created and a process that is created to make sure that i can step out of that and be the uh business owner not just the business operator and you know it 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 really depends like what what drives you you know i i watched a video between uh tony robbins and russell brunson um a few months back and it was taught it was the uh um, they did a mastermind over at Tony Robbins private Island or whatever. Oh, I saw a little of, bit of that. Yeah. 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 One, one of the things that they were talking about, Russell was, Russell's really struggling with being the CEO of his business because he's doing a bunch of crap that he doesn't like to do. Right. Where like his creative talents are in marketing and, and driving a certain aspect of the business. Like you don't even necessarily need to be the business owner. You just got to make sure that, everything is in place for the business to run and you mm -hmm. do the thing that you love. Right. And so like, if the thing that you love is producing music and you know, you create podcasts and do all these other things, you just got to make sure all those aspects are being covered, not by you. And you're doing the one thing that, that drives and motivates you. Mm -hmm. Like for me, getting out in and, front of people and stuff too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For me, I, I love growing things. I love, uh, you know, building, motivating, training sales like that that stuff is what gets me really jazzed i hate being down in front of a computer typing crap up i hate you know creating the processes i love to be a part of the process but i hate creating them right i would rather have someone sitting down in front of a computer and i'm helping dictate from the outside and you just got to find that right find what you like i said your unique talent hire everybody else and to, to do everything else that you don't love to do because there's someone out there that loves to do the things that you hate to do, mm -hmm. you know, and, and then you create that unique team and you go take over the world. I love it. I love it, man. And that's, that's part of the reason why I've been, I've been kind of back and forth. We both been busy, missed each other a couple of times, but I wanted to get us on a call and just kind of talk about that because that's how you went from, having a thousand dollars and the cars repoed to over $10 million a year in revenue. And, and you're showing up on my newsfeed with, with click funnels plaques on stage. It's awesome, dude. And I think that's part of the reason why I was started to be drawn to that click funnels um, community or culture or, or whatever you want to call it is because 
it's, uh, it's full of successful people. It's full of people that support each other winning. And in so many times we see online, you see a guy winning and automatically they're a scam. Now I'm all about hating on fake gurus. We all know that. But at some point, you've got to admit that somebody out there is potentially doing something that you've got to figure out. Right. You know, you've got to pull yourself, pull the emotions and pull yourself out of it and be like, well, what are they doing that I'm not doing? Cause they're obviously getting some kind of specific result that I'm not getting. What right. do I need to do to, like you said, open the door, get on the stage, meet, get on a call, whatever I need to do to get around these people so I can figure out what the heck, I need to do to get that result if that's the result that you want. Right. Yep. Yeah. Which I mean, for I mean, many just, of us, it is. Right. I mean, it really, it really depends what your why is. Uh, it, your why can't be money. Money, money is only a very small fraction of, of the whole pie. You know, for me, money, money is the derivative of the action, right? It's derived from what I love to do. It's not, I don't, I don't love making money. I love doing money making activities. Mm. Right. Uh, so, so for me, I, I just got to realize that points on the scoreboard don't mean a dang thing. It can, the game can start over at any time. And as long as I know how to put points back up on the scoreboard, I know how to dribble really well. I got really good, you know, handling skills, shooting skills, passing skills, team, team building skills. Then indeed the, the points, the points will come. Right. Um, best, best way I can describe money is it's, it's the oxygen of life, right? When you don't have it, it's the only thing you can think about, right? I can't breathe, but as soon as you have enough of it, you no longer think about breathing. You no longer really think about money. Um, and if that's your, if, it, if you started off with money being your main motivating factor, as soon as you start making some, you're going to be, you're going to be pretty bored with life. You're, you're going to be like this, this sucks. So this is not what I always thought it would be. And so you got to have a higher calling, a higher why of exactly what's driving you. You know, for me, I, you know, I, I want to, I want to be a billionaire and it's not for billionaire status. It's not for a billion dollars in the bank or in assets or anything else. It's the kind of influence I can have with a, a billion dollars in assets, right? Because I know if I got to be, if I, if I became a billionaire, I was an incredible team builder. I was an incredible businessman. I was an incredible father. I was an incredible, you know, uh, man in my community. And what I can do with that type of influence, you know, I want to serve missions for my church. I want to, I want to provide a, a, uh, an incredible opportun opportunity for my kids. I don't want to give them anything, but I want to teach them everything that I learned on my way to, to getting there. Right. And, and so you know, for me, and I, I want to take care of the poor. I, I mean, I love, I love, I love being a, a charitable person and, uh, you know, figuring out ways that I can get back to my community. And so I, I know all those things aren't possible without getting to wherever I'm going, right? Um, if I'm, if I'm broke and I'm bankrupt and everything else, there's zero charitable activities I can do. I'm only thinking about breathing in oxygen every mm -hmm. day. My kids aren't learning anything. Um, I'm definitely not able to serve missions for my church. And so just, uh, you know, it's, it's all about, it's all about the correct why. And, uh, you know, like I said, initially a lot of it's people, it's money cause they can't breathe. Right. And I think that you hit on something there too. Um, a lot of things really, but it, money just gives you options. And, and what I noticed, like I said, when I was in certain phases of my life and I had achieved certain things, what I realized was, is that there's another level 
you get to one level and you're like, oh, well, I can go here. And then you get to here and you thought this is everything you ever wanted and you accomplished that. And then now it's time to go here. And what that was for me was leaving St. Louis, moving to Arizona, going to audio college. And then when I graduated from audio college, went to Vegas and worked the big corporate audio job, building the biggest sound systems in the world for the biggest artists. And then once I accomplished that, like you said, like I wasn't really fulfilled anymore. And then I wanted to start my own thing and it got really hard, ended up in California, had a full-time gigging schedule, which is like, you made it, you're a rock star. You got a full-time gigging schedule in California. And that's kind of when I met you and I'm like, well, I have a full-time gigging schedule. Maybe, maybe the dream is accomplished, but like, what about money? I never really thought about how can I use these skills to provide more financial security and take this dream and start impacting others rather than just use it to be Pat the music guy for Pat. And I right. think that's where it started to become, well, now I'm networking and I'm learning and I became way more into being coached and mentored and learning from the best guys. And when you said something about being a billionaire, I think that it, it reminded me of Grant Cardone, who anybody knows that gave me a huge opportunity to perform at his event. And if he wouldn't have had any money, that event never would have happened. He would have never been able to provide this platform that he's provided for so many people to, to go up. He donates a lot of money to kids without fathers. And I think that guys like you or guys like Grant or the Russells or the, or the whoever that are, that are successful to talk about being a billionaire or doing this, that stuff gets overlooked. Right. It gets overlooked. It's like, oh, well, Chris, Chris Lee, just all he cares about is get rich and blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, 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 man. You missed the five other points that he made of impacting other people. And when I started doing stuff for other people, that's when those opportunities started to come. When I made something for Gary Vee or Grant Cardone or Russell Brunson, I ended up on stage with those people. I ended up around the Chris Lees and the Dana Derricks and the, all these kinds of people that can help me get better because I was doing something not only for them, but it was also coming back to me and building me up. And I don't think that I would have ever really been as successful as I see myself being in the future if I wouldn't have made those adjustments. And, yeah, that's awesome. And money was... Uh, one of the concerns that I was running into is that if I don't start doing something different and if I don't start doing something that's not just all about me playing music, I, I don't think I'm going to get there. And so yeah, for sure, it, that's a weird moment, I think. Yeah, for, for sure. For no, it's, 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 a realization, it's a realization that most people have to come to. And, and the unfortunate thing is most people don't because they chase it their whole lives, never attaining it. Um, so one of uh, my business partner, Daryl Kelly, um, he, uh, he listens to this philosopher. I forget the guy's name. It's like a one name name. And, uh, one of the things he says is that the best thing that can happen to someone is that they get rich quick. And the reason he says, the reason is because then you will realize that it's not all about money. And uh, because what happens is most people don't get rich quick and they chase money their whole life. They end up 65, 70 years old. They finally have a, you know, a solid 401k or whatever. They're able to retire and they get to that point when the fruit come and they chase it their whole lives. And they're like, I, this was, this was all I was chasing, you know, like, <clears throat> 
just, I mean, the same epiphany that you're talking about is like you had these different goals, these different fruits that you were, you were out chasing, this harvest that you were making. And once the harvest finally came, it's like, oh man, I fell in love with the wrong thing. You know, you, and, and for me, that's, that's what I try to, to forget about is the fruit. Okay. Fruit is just strictly the law of the harvest. If I do X, Y, and Z, if I plant the seed, I, or I prep the ground, I plant the seed, I water it, sunshine, I weed it, I spray it. I do all these different things. Eventually I will get fruit. Now, if you just bypass all that process and meaning the fact that you hate it along the way, you're right. You hate planting the seed, you hate watering, you hate doing all these things. And you're looking towards this um, imaginary fruit. When you get to the fruit one day, you are going to be sorely disappointed. Mm. You have to fall in love with the process. Right. right? So, so you got to figure out, okay, what do I love about the process? And that's my mantra. Like in, in anything like with working out with my family, with, you know, financial goals, with uh, spirituality is like, okay, like I have goals to like see God one day and I have goals to have an incredible marriage. I have goals to make a lot of money and, and I, I have goals to have, you know, 10% body fat at all time. But if that is like the only thing I'm focused on, right, when I get to 10% body fat or I have this, what it per- I perceive as a perfect marriage, I'm going to be sorely disappointed in that day when I, right. uh, like, I, I got to fall in love with the process. Do I love waking up at 515 every morning? Do I love, you know, being in the gym for 90 to 120 minutes? Do I love the process of eating healthy? Right. And that's the, that's the process that we have to fall in love with. Like I said, otherwise you're going to be sorely disappointed when the fruits start bearing themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think that, uh, I think that I always enjoyed the process, but I think that, I think that what I learned was that maybe the goals that I was setting for myself were once I achieved those goals, uh, what's next? I think that's an important thing is what's next. And when you said uh, at a speech, the, the journey is the destination. I remember you said that in Tampa at an event we were both at. And I think that uh, I'm always looking for that. Oh, if I can just get on this stage or for a, for a while I was, or just work with this band or just achieve this or achieve that. Then I like, I'll, I'll quote unquote, make it. And I think that's part of being a kid. I mean, I growing up where I grew up, it's like, man, making it is getting on the radio and selling a million records and working with Tom Petty and doing this and doing that. And, and when you've done similar things to that or gotten close to those achievements that you had in your head as a kid and you do those things you play the big stage and you walk off and you're like okay well well what do i do now you're right like i'm i it, that was cool but i'm still unfulfilled you know the the same thing like i said because you're you're focused on one particular fruit right like, i mean with money right i i used to have like man if i could just make a hundred grand a year i'll have life figured out yeah you know and then, and then you get to a hundred grand a year and you're like Eh, life is definitely not figured out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, man, if I could just have a million dollars in assets or a million dollars in the bank account, I'm somehow going to feel different. And then you get there and you're like, I don't feel any different than I did two years ago. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, what it, whatever it is. And so like, we have these, like I said, we have these imaginary fruits in our life. Like, like I, I talk about being a, a billionaire, like there's not going to be really any change in me as far as the way I feel about money when I have a billion dollars in assets that right. I do right now. But the person that I focus on becoming along the way, yeah. like that, that's the whole, that's the whole game. It, that is like, 
It's the the whole game. If like if I'm if I'm just an absolute piece of trash and and lie and steal and sell drugs and and human traffic and whatever else to get a billion dollars, I'm gonna you know that that's not the goal, right? right. It, How are it, you remembered then? Right. And it, I think that that's important, man. And and I think that's what I, what I ran into was I, I achieved everything I ever wanted to do as a kid with, with music and entertainment and stages and all this kind of stuff. And now I've reached a point where it's like, well, how do I use these skills and these talents that I've developed over my lifetime of making all these sacrifices and doing all this stuff and use that to help other people who maybe aren't as confident in that area get on those stages and get that content out and get their message out and understand that they're important too and that their volume needs to be raised and that they need to be confident enough to just walk in there and bulldoze the stage or walk right up to Grant Cardone or Russell Brunson or, or Chris Lee or whoever it is and be like, listen, this is where I want to go. This is what I want to do and I'm going to do it. Can you help me? What advice can you give me? Uh, dude, you got to ask for it, man. And for you sure. got to declare that this is where I'm going. And I'm not going to just be, uh, you know, some broke stoner in the corner with my guitar because I'm better than that. Yes, you are. Yep. That's good stuff. And, and so I had to make that declaration of, listen, man, I have kids on the way. I got a baby at home. I got a wife. I got people dependent on me. This ain't a freaking joke anymore. And right. while you should always be funny, always be yourself, always, you know, believe in your purpose and your childhood dreams, that stuff's important, but it's time to start getting in a different environment and laying some smack down because right. it's like, like you said, once you've, once you've gotten those fruits and you taste those fruits, you know, they, it's well, okay, cool. What's, what are we get? That's going to run out. Yep. Okay, that yeah. basket is going to eventually be empty. Right. You're yep. going to have to fill it back up. And if you keep filling it up with the same thing, you actually get behind because you're doing the same thing that you were doing five years ago, seven years ago, 10 years. If I was still doing the same thing I was doing 10 years ago or, or 12 years ago, I'd still be in the, um, uh, the warehouse in Las Vegas building people's sound systems, you know, making X amount of money on the summers and then the tour season's off the rest of the year. Right. That, that, that wouldn't work for my family right now either. So right. again, that dream was a phase of, of my life that led me to where we're at today. And yeah. So, and, you know, one, one, one last uh, metaphor I'll, I'll use for you and then we can move on to something else. But, uh, you know, I, I talk about fruits a lot and, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact is I, I live in a farming community. I have a small, I have a small hobby farm myself, 23 acres. And, uh, and then, you know, I'm surrounded by, you know, guys that farm potatoes, corn, apples, cherries, everything else. The, when we focus solely on the fruit and we, we may forget that we have the skill set to produce that fruit because for example, say, say I go through a season, right? I know how to plant a perfect crop. I know how to water it. I know how to get it to the point of where it's about to bear fruit. And then a storm comes in and destroys the fruit. Okay. It's oh, a metaphor for life, right. right? For business sometimes, you know, and if we were only focused on the fruit and we didn't realize that we did have all the skill set to get it there and just an external factor impacted us, we may give up on be, being a farmer, right? It's just like, man, I guess, I guess this isn't for me. I didn't get any fruit from this. Yeah. When the reality is, is you had the perfect skill set that got you there, 
right? But an external force impacted and you throw it all out because you feel like what you were doing doesn't work. When in the reality, like I said, if you don't focus on the fruit and it's just like the process, like, dude, I'm a perfect farmer. Yes, an external factor eliminated my fruit. I just got to start over again and utilize the same skill set that I've developed over time getting to that fruit. Right. And like, that was, that was the same thing for me. You know, I had some external forces, also some internal forces, uh, you know, poor decisions on my end that ultimately led to my bankruptcy of $2.4 million. Right. But had I just thrown it all out and be like, listen, I, I don't have any skills to get to the fruit. I'm just going to go back to school and try to redevelop a different skill. I'm going to go become a doctor or whatever my previous dream was, you know, and, and kind of just give in to society and say, Oh, you know, entrepreneurship wasn't for me, but I realized like I didn't get the fruit I wanted, but I learned a great skill set along the way. I just need to go and reapply this mm -hmm. and hone in a little bit more, you know, better, better myself a little bit more. And one day I'm going to be able to bear fruit that is much greater than, than what I just experienced. And I, I think it's important, and I, that's why I try to tell the process of me, because a lot of people that watch these have known me for a really long time. And so what you guys are hearing is that everyone has dealt with the same stuff I'm dealing with or you're dealing with out there where you go you know, through different phases and certain things happen and you shift and you morph and you adapt and, and not quitting and using everything you learned up to those levels and, and putting it all together and adapting as the marketplace adapts and as you adapt and as you change, that's how you get to the highest possible levels you can possibly get to. Uh, in yep. anything, whether it's business or health or, or any of that. I know way more about, you know, how I need to eat to look a certain way at the end of 2020 than I did 10 years ago. That's for sure. And so I'm applying that every day. I feel great this year. I'm taking more action. I'm doing the show and stuff. So if you could, uh, to sum everything up, I think this has been phenomenal. If you could sum everything up and give people, you know, the biggest takeaway that you've had from, from the bottom to, to saying, all right, I'm going to use all these skills that I've developed and, and, and I'm going to create something that's going to last. What was the, the like pivot? What was the real, the, the quote or the book or the lesson or the mentor or the, what was it that said, Hey, I'm going to pivot from here. I've lost everything. I, I'm in a shit situation, but I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to use all this. I'm going to kind of turn the guns over here and, and fire in this direction. What, what made that shift happen? Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's, there's a million and one. I figured things, that. But, <laughs> right, right. I mean, but uh, you know, of course, you know, self-improvement knowledge uh, you know, uh, action for, for me. So I, I just spoke in Paris at, a, at an event called Iron Mind. It was pretty cool. And, you know, one of the things I, I spoke about there is just like, you know, action beats knowledge all day, right? We can know things, right? Like, I mean, for, for years I was out of shape and I didn't take my physical fitness. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I wasn't ever, I wasn't focused there. I knew I needed to be working out. I knew, to, I knew I needed to be eating right, but I just wasn't. I was focusing on all, all these other aspects until about four years ago. And, but the thing is, like you're talking about, I knew everything I needed to do to be skinny. I knew right. everything I needed to do to eat healthy or whatever, but action beats knowledge all day, right? Like if, if I'm not acting on my knowledge, then knowledge is good for what, you know? So like action above knowledge every single day. Um, 
it, one, one of my favorite quotes that, that we have hanging in my conference room is, uh, is just do it and figure out how later, right? Uh, you know, so you take, you take out, you take the action and, you know, ready, ready, fire, aim or whatever they, they say, you know, yeah. all, all the same type of thing, right? So you take, you take the action and then you go in and refine it, right? Take the action and then go and refine it. Too many of us are trying to, uh, you know, we have analysis paralysis. We, we overanalyze. We, we're trying to make sure that the actions that we take are perfectly calculated before yep. we ever do take them. Um, you know, for me, like, like I said, I, I, I'd, rather, I'd rather ask for forgiveness than permission. So if I take a poor action and, and somehow I get fined by some agency or, or something like that, like I'd rather be in that situation because I took too much action and, and, I, and I need to ask for forgiveness and say, hey, listen, I didn't realize this because I, I didn't do the required research or whatever. You know, and, and as I've grown my business, we've had to be a little bit more careful with it. I mean, we're a much bigger target now with 160 employees. You know, we're doing this year we'll, we'll, we're on pace to do a hundred million dollars. Uh, you know, like uh, those, when you get, you start getting that big, you can't take that kind of action as much, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, th those are, those are the little things it, and it really comes down to personal development, right? Like you gotta be a product of your product. You know, if you're out preaching one thing and doing another, it's like whatever. And <clears throat> for me, you know, the, the, the drivers are I, like, I have to live a balanced lifestyle. And when I say balanced, I don't mean I dedicate certain, there's no such thing as like time balance. That's impossible. Time balance is, is absolutely impossible, but there's such thing as impact, right? Um, so I have to leave, live a life that's impactful in the four areas of life, right? My associations, that's all my relationships, my wife, my children, my, my friends, my family, everything, right? Yep. And my, my, my spirituality, Right. I got, I got to be in line with my spirituality, with my God, with whatever your God may be, right. The universe, whatever, whatever it is, um, E, uh, is economic. You know, I got, I have to be balanced. Like if I'm doing all these other things, right. And I just can't provide for my family and I'm not being a, an influencer for good and being able to produce fruits of money. Like I, I'm, I'm dropping the ball. And then last is P fit, you know, my physical fitness, my, my physicality. Right. And, and the, if I can, I have to have impact in all four of those areas of life every single day. Um, otherwise like my life becomes out of whack. It, it just like, if, if I'm only focused on my economic and I'm just like, you know, my family and I've, I've gone through this, right. When I, when I had my business fail, like my family was second to, to my business. My physical fitness was second to my business. My spirituality was second to my business. It was just business, business, business. Mm. And, you know, it wasn't until I realized like, man, I have to, like I said, I've got to be impactful in all these areas. And you realize that they're all interwoven, interconnected. Yeah, they're all right? connected. Yeah. Right. If, if, I'm, if I'm spiritually good with my God and, and, and in, a, in a good physical fitness state, I'm going to operate like a freaking incredible weapon in the economic realm. Right. And if, if I am, if I am doing things that are, that are impactful in my business and applying them and applying them to my, uh, my family, right. Like, like I can't be a terrible family man and a great businessman. Like that doesn't work. And so the, like I said, if I can just focus on being impactful in those four areas of life, like everything else works out, you make plenty of money, you, you leave a legacy, you, you really end up, you know, falling in love with the process and getting those fruits that you desired as a young child. 
I absolutely love that. And and I get a lot of messages because I, I, I post a lot and I'm putting myself out there. And I'm like you said, I'm always taking action. I've, I've moved all over the place and chasing these dreams and accomplishing these dreams and setting new goals and accomplishing those goals and getting around the best people in every single niche or industry that I did, I got around the best guys, the best gals that I possibly could. And I think that what you said there is so true. It's like I always was able to kind of step back and, and sing Frozen 2 with the kids or step back and, you know, focus on this, that, or the other thing that was outside of the music or the dreams or the entertainment or the content, because that's what keeps us balanced. And when I call the show uh, the success newer show you know success is in the eye of the beholder man i mean like you said if you're making sixty thousand dollars a year and you're happy and you got health insurance and your wife's happy and everything's good man you made it you're and successful. i think that yeah i think yeah, that that's you know, important you know i i asked a question on facebook the other day it was like hey is being a charitable person required to being successful you know and a lot of people like they're their interpretation of success is money, right? Yeah. They hunt like, and it's like, well, it depends. Like it would be a good thing. I'm like, no, it's a hundred percent required. Like, because like it, being a charitable person, giving back, taking care of the associations, those people around you, like, like that is a requirement to being in my definition of success. Right. Right. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. And that's exactly what we touched on is the second that I started using my talents to create something for someone else was the second that all these entrepreneur interviews and stuff and stages and stuff started happening to me was because I was willing to give something first. Right. That was the, that's always been the big takeaway that I've had in this space is that the space will give to you what you give to the space. The people will give to you what you give to the people. So right. uh, I think that it's awesome. I, I appreciate your time. I know you're busy. I know you got 16 million follower people to rock with, but that's also another lesson you guys is that if you're willing to, to ask for the blessing, the blessing will come. So uh, thank you, Chris. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep inspiring people. Uh, congratulations on all your success and everything that you do to, to bring others up. And uh, man, I appreciate it. And you've done a lot for me. I've learned a lot from you. And uh, you're a great example, dude. I appreciate your time. And I, I really, it means a lot. Appreciate that, Pat. Yeah, yes, thanks sir. For me. Keep kicking ass, my man. All right, my dude. I'll see you soon. Have a good one.